Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Gillian C., and you're listening to the RPG Show. Listen up. See you in Kobe. Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. to this episode of the RPG show. Uh, today I'm joined by Kevin and Travis as has become custom. Uh, uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh <laughs> Grinch. Uh, so as you can tell this is going to be a Christmas themed episode and so we're going to be reviewing a Christmas themed game. Uh, that one being Cthulhu Saves Christmas the prequel to Cthulhu Saves the World, which was, what, released in 2007 or some shit? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, it's after Breath of Death, and I think it's only on PC and 360. I haven't played it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I never played, played it either. That was t- 2010. I would. Uh, now, but I don't have fucking 360 anymore, so... I still don't want to play it now after this. <laughs> well, it's a different system. It's more like uh, Dragon Quest, I believe. Uh, oh, okay. That one, that one, and Breath, uh, Breath, Breath of Seven, or yeah, I mean, I guess because that's like the most basic thing you can do with a RPG. No, yeah, was uh, early shit. no party member visuals, and you just have like the floating enemies, and then your attack animations do like a slash across the screen or some shit. Yeah, the only thing about Best of Best I remember was that, like, it had kind of, like, had the Mario RPG thing in the game level where you can, like, I guess other games have done it, where you can, like, pick between mm. the thing you, you want more attack or more defense. Or... That sounds familiar. I think I played that on the 360 when it came out for, like, two hours or something. Oh, it's very short. I mean, I played back when, like, the Xbox Live was... You know, first a big thing. I was playing a bunch of indies on that. Most weren't that great, though. Yeah, that tends to be. Um, well, the guys that uh, developed Cosmic Star Heroin are also responsible for this. Uh, so, for better or for worse, you kind of have some expectations going into their games, I would say. Um, yeah. And I guess we'll find out if this one met any or not. <laughs> So, uh, I guess the the premise of this game is uh, this league of seven uh, villains or whatever steal Santa, and they also steal Cthulhu's powers. Like I, maybe I guess presumably a few days before he just he plans to destroy the world, and uh, you have to go save Santa and get your powers back. 
So, question. I don't know, big, don't know much about Warcraft. Did he create Cthulhu? Is that like his thing? Uh, essentially, like he did uh, Cthulhu, Nyarlathep, uh, the King in Yellow. I think that's his name. Uh, like he's got a bunch of different like creatures. Uh, okay. I mean, es essentially the the whole problem with Lovecraft, I guess, is uh, you if you read his works and you don't know anything about his personal life, it's like, oh, okay, these are kind of like these creatures and shit that he's afraid of. Because apparently he had a phobia about everything. Uh, but then if you learn that he's actually a racist piece of shit, uh, you can see, like, read between the lines that every time he talks about a creature and how everybody's different and shit, he's talking about how he hates black people, apparently. Oh, damn. Yeah, I've heard that he's a, he's, a, he's a racist, but I didn't know it like any much about it. I didn't really know who he was, like, five years ago, so... I mean, I guess he's a product of his times too, though. Like it was like the early nineteen hundred, uh, uh, yeah, the 1900s or whatever the fuck he's doing this shit, and like he may have been like gay too. Who fucking knows? I don't know. I don't really know any do any research on him. I just read the works sometimes. Right. Uh, because I think uh, yeah, and I also think uh anybody that can take the the works that he uh, created the foundation for and turn them into something else so that it can evolve from something that maybe was rooted in hate at first or maybe just fear or whatever the fuck he felt when he was creating these things and then you can take that uh concept and turn it into something that's maybe not as uh detrimental to other people i guess right <laughs> like uh, off the cuff or whatever right uh, like make it an actual horror like world which i think has happened uh in general with the whole lovecraft uh mythos and shit like it's like uh, like uh like there's that hbo show uh, the lovecraft yeah count county or something like it's i haven't i haven't watched it yet but it's pretty good uh, yeah, i have heard good things about it i have i don't have hbo so i haven't watched it either uh maybe i'll get like a trial or something and watch it yeah i got it i just we got mine so i mean there's a lot of lovecrafting games that have i've seen like pop up on stores in the last few years so well yeah it's, it's definitely popular thing it's i think it's really mainly popular because it's like free use in a way uh like, like, like you like, can't use like disney properties or whatever like it's not copyrighted anymore or whatever the fuck. it's very use fair use i think so you can like take any of king kong is, i think is is use universal use or whatever uh maybe king kong is i think someone's talking about before. yeah I have, no, I have no idea what cthulhu is or any of the the mythos behind it, so uh, I'm out. I'm out of on on all of that stuff. Was, I don't even know who he was. I think it was Brent that was like calling me out because he y'all had said something about it, and I was like, yeah, I don't know who that is. And Brent's like, what the essentially, fuck, he's, he's the great one. Uh, so he's like, uh, almost like the big bad, like the boss of all the fucking Lovecraft creatures or whatever. Uh, and the thing about the Lovecraft universe is that when you are encountering one of these creatures or the things that they have uh, created themselves, uh, it's like one of those things where you're looking through a kaleidoscope while you're on acid and also uh, like covering like one eye halfway kind of thing. Like you can't, you're getting, like your, your, your eyes are absorbing an image, like you see something. But the something's lost in translation between what you're perceiving and then what your brain is trying to fucking make it like look like. So essentially, uh, I guess essentially it's like Old Testament like angels in a, in, a, in a sense. Like they're above and beyond human comprehension, but your brain's still trying to force a comprehension 
through through what you're seeing because that's what we do as humans and so that's why there's always a lot of relation uh or uh, calls to like insanity or uh, like people losing their mind because you your brain breaks for you from you trying to fucking figure out what the hell you're looking at um, yeah. so each one of the gods is like the cthulhu with Nardothep, uh, the maniel or whatever uh they all have their own like niche uh so like cthulhu like is a, like a water-based i guess one uh like the king and Ye- uh, king yellow it has like something to do with books and shit or something uh like i'm not too invested in the lore uh but i do find it to be something interesting to uh like i guess consume you like that uh victorian era like gothic shit oh yeah right? like fucking bloodborne's the shit yeah it's a game of the generation for sure even though some may say <laughs> uh shit all right well um oh, that's killing yeah that shit looks crazy are you looking it up mm-hmm. there's a there's a podcast i listen to called uh pseudopod and uh they do a lot of like uh um like indie and i don't want to say indie but like the non-published works pretty much like they'll people will write a short story and they'll have uh an air uh a guy read it on the a narrator yes i guess the narrator where fuck the person like speaking reading the story to you that's a whole podcast they're reading the short story and there's a lot of episodes that have a lot of like lovecraft themed stuff and one of them was this uh guy going to like working at his used bookstore and uh there's kind of like this mythical uh, book that everybody like is in the know about, but nobody has ever found before. And some old guy brings this book into this guy and he buys it off of him for like $100,000 or some crazy amount of money. And he's the deal is like he, the guy's leaving like the package here, it's wrapped up. He says, this is this book. This, uh, I'm gonna give you this amount of money. Somebody else is gonna come in here and they're going to buy it later for like even more money or whatever. But the guy, of course, curiosity gets the better of him and he like reads the book. And then the rest of the story is just him going fucking crazy from having had read the book and shit. So uh, there's lots of like works about the whole like Lovecraft mythos out there if you really want to look. Cool. That sounds interesting. I, I just don't ever read books, so I guess that's why I want to Well, he doesn't the podcast. That's why I said podcast yeah that is true <laughs> uh well so get back on course uh nope, already already messing <laughs> you up <laughs> so uh typically on the podcast when we rate a game uh we do what, five six categories i can never fucking remember uh and we give them a rating from one to ten uh half scores are, are allowed because i fucked that up way early on so we, we might as well do one through ten because that's essentially what it is uh but <laughs> uh we generally do uh gameplay and then we do the story the visuals music uh our overall experience and then if there's any replayability or extra content to the game we kind of discuss that a little bit um so i guess we'll dive right in and uh we'll talk about the gameplay um typically we do a brief description uh except when it's the plot and i kind of join on for two fucking hours uh and then we do our likes and dislikes and have a little light discussion and then move on to the next section so um 
I think one of us really loved the game, so I think I'm going to start off with them. Uh, that way, it's not just weighted down by me shitting on it. Uh, so, Travis, how did you think about the gameplay? Uh, you want to start um, us? Well, anybody's played Cosmic Star Heroin, it is pretty much the same exact any of that. Most things are about the same. The only real difference is the uh, three insanity abilities, which are abilities you have on your bottom row that randomly, I don't know how many you have at the end, I'd say maybe 10? But you keep getting them as you go along. Well, I think some of them are shared, like, so some, you can, like, yeah, some are shared. burn an icicle or something, and, uh, so, like, you have, like, a pool of abilities, and I guess everybody has their own. Oh, wait, actually, Oops. I think what it is, is there's, like, there's the shared insanity abilities, but then the slots can also be filled by abilities you don't have equipped currently on that character. Yeah. But yeah, like you can have like the poison equipped like as your regular ability or insanity ability and shit like that. All right. Uh, other than that, it's just a turn-based battle system. Like they got, rid of, they got rid of the style mode, except for which I guess the girl's chicken basically has that well, same. Yeah. That desperation worked really weird too, right? Because you don't. You have to have a, a max hyper bar or be, uh, was it untouchable or what the fuck it was? Uh, Unstoppable buff. Unstoppable buff. Yeah. In which, I guess, um, you get the item for that and then a couple other things. Yeah, they, ch they change it up. I'm not sure I really like the changes up, but I still find it to be an interesting battle system. I, I was getting very pissed off at the insane abilities starting off because I'm like, this is stupid. Why don't a bunch of random abilities popping up? It does against some strategy as you go along. All right, fair enough. Um, is there anything that we didn't touch on that you think uh, we missed, Kevin? Like, I know we didn't talk about hyper stuff, but I mean, do you um, think there's anything else? It's, well, in case you didn't play Cosmic Star Heroin, like the the way the, the attacks work, um, you use it once and then it goes away. And to get it to come back, you have to like defend basically. Um, and the, I guess the unique thing is if you don't like your insanity abilities, you can defend and the new ones will pop up. So that was a thing. Um, also items are the same, um, as cosmic store one time use, one time use, unless there's like some abilities that give them back to you, I guess. But, uh, um, there's four slots for, well, there's eight slots for abilities. Um, but you only have four again. I didn't like that. Um, and but yeah, there's no um, programs in this one like Cosmic Star Heroin, but you do have the Unite abilities, which I think you had some Unite abilities at the end of Cosmic Star Heroin with Alyssa. Uh, yeah, you had to have that shield equipped or something. Yeah, it's a special shield that gave her the ability to do United attacks with everybody. But your far right selection in that was programs. Well, this one everybody just has Unite abilities. Yeah, everyone has Unite abilities. And they're uh, pretty powerful, so you kind of want to yeah, and... you want to save them for the end because I think they get strong. I think they get stronger yeah. the longer you each, don't use them. Each turn they go up ten percent. I think like each yeah. full turn, I imagine. And if you're in hyper mode, it gets a twenty percent boost. But not, yeah, you but really not over, but not well, over hundred percent. It won't ever go over. It can't get like a hundred twenty percent boost. I remember reading that. And I don't know if you can stack that. It, it doesn't seem to me you can stack that with. Uh, how I do more damage buff. I don't think that it's stacked with that. I tried, and it didn't seem to make much difference to me. 
a lot of stuff didn't seem to make much difference to me when I played. Like I, was, like, I don't know if if they're like if like if you buff somebody if it was a single turn buff or sometimes like three turns I think is what it says for uh, if you look at it in the menu status screen. But if we can get get that on a dislike or whatever, it would be nice if they could add some extra icons next to things to know um, if you were buffed. And the only one I know that actually only shows is the unstoppable buff. It has like a little thing spinning around your heart to know that you have it yeah, on. Yeah, it looks like a halo or some shit. But a lot of things like I would be confused on. Like Cthulhu has that item where or move where if you, the next item you use doesn't uh, get used up. Or I'd be like kind of forget that I used that, and then or if I did or didn't, I'd use an item and then it get used up. So. That is kind of irritating to me. Yeah. Well, so I was thinking that was a problem with Cosmic Star Heroine, really, to me, but maybe, I don't know. I know they didn't have it in Cosmic Star Heroine, but it seemed to be bothering me a lot in this one. I think the, the ability descriptions were more uh, succinct in CH uh, yeah. because like they'd be like, buff your uh, ally for one turn or, or something like that, or like next turn power up. Actually, yeah. So, Did your, could y'all make up the elements easy? Because I fucking swear, like, the air and the lightning... No, they reused and... a lot of ability icons a lot. And then also, like, the enemy weaknesses, they weren't really explained. They're just like, hey, enemy weakness, and then random pictures of shit. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what this is. Know what... <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. I'm thinking, like, am I just fucking stupid? Because I cannot tell what the fuck... Other than the fire and ice and the death and the poison or whatever, a few. Yeah, like, like, the air and the lightning and the wind. Like, I couldn't figure that shit out to save my life. Air, air, lightning, and wind are all the same. Like, lightning's a wind uh, attack. So, yeah, I didn't... I didn't... What are the other, what are the other, other pictures then? Because there's, like, eight fucking pictures. I think one's, like, a... I think there's... Like, like attack ability is like a one like a slash or something. Slash, yeah, that one I know. But there's one that looks like lightning, and there's one that looks kind of like air. It's like little, I don't know. Well, most most of them were taken up, I think, by uh, weaknesses to the status effects. Yeah, which uh, aren't really like super explained. Like they have that little thing in the menu that you can look it up, but they're not like. Yeah, like hey, um, this does that. Enrage seems to. Um, do more damage them when they have like you hit them with a multiple like AOE attackers. Like I don't, it seems more confusing than Cosmic Star Heroin to me. There like, was I, also, insanity also like if you made somebody insane, it changed their whole weakness chart. Like it made them more weak to like Earth shit, and then also like different uh, status effects. I can't remember if it was like disarm or poison or something, but it also makes a yeah. difference to stun and shit. So you're like fuck. Well, I'm insane, okay, I'll read it to you. Insane enemies will take a little extra damage, more from dark abilities, and also deal a little more damage. So that's basically it. And, yeah, and their elements get reversed, but not all of them, because charm never gets oh, reversed. Yeah. Element resistance is reversed. Also, certain elements are more effective against insane enemies and vice versa. So it's kind of like you got to figure out what the... Like, if you turn them in... Like, if you use, like, insanity on them, then... It's like you gotta, rever you gotta remember what their weaknesses are. Yeah, look at their weakness and then do the opposite. So it's kind of like, uh, you, and you never really need to do that, honestly. So well, because I, I personally never fucking thought that Elmo damage was worth a fuck, really. Other than sometimes putting frostbite on them and getting lucky to have an, another ice ability to hit them. 
Yeah, I can do a lot of damage for me. I don't know. My my strategy is always use poison with Cthulhu first, and then uh, that way they're constantly taking damage because poison never goes away. Yeah, but poison also fucks you on vulnerable. Because if they like the girl, she had the best chance to be vulnerable, and she with the chicken girl, and she would always go like the turn before the enemy. And so she would do it, and then, okay, well, there goes vulnerable, because they would just take, like, 30 extra damage from uh, poison, and then it's gone. But it would kind of fuck me sometimes, too. I guess I never did vulnerable, so... But... Yeah, yeah, I, I guess was... we should also clarify that there's three difficulty levels, right? There's, like, easy, normal, hard, and I think Kevin and I played on normal. Uh, it's sane, insane, and raving, and then... After that, you can Eldritch, when you, when you beat the game, you unlock Eldritch. Eldritch, yeah. But yeah, I played on Insane. I didn't want to uh, waste, get frustrated with this game. <laughs> Even though it kind of got boring. Well, what level were you guys in when you finished? Because I'm, I'm curious if y'all would have had any, any issue on hard if you had done all the encounters anyways. I was on 42. Okay, I was on 32. Yeah. So I was thinking you probably wouldn't have had no issues even on hard. Yeah, I did every fight that I had to because I wanted to explore the areas, find all the chests, and I was like, I'm just going to have to fight anyway, otherwise I have to keep putting the enter key to stop the fucking exclamation point from popping up. It's so like, my arms three callback, I feel like, and I think other games have done it, but I know my arms three does it. Oh yeah, two does it, right? Yeah. Two, yeah. Um, alright, well, I guess that's... The general gist of the gameplay uh oh no actually um so that's combat so there's like really no exploration uh you have like dungeons you go to and then you go to this town where you get like a couple minutes of like text and then they have you explore the town for like four or five days and uh that is essentially picking like i want to go to the mall or i want to go to the graveyard or i want to go to the beach or i'm going to hang out with crystal or let's go see a movie and every time you do one of these, you get a, an item. Um, and then the day, the waiting time's over, and the next dungeon pops up, and you have no choice but to go to the dungeon. Uh, you go through the dungeon, you kill the boss, and you go back to the town, and you rinse repeat until the end of the game. Yeah. Did you like that system? It, to me, it stressed me out. I kept on doing a lot of uh, starting over to see if it was items that I really wanted. Some of them, like, if you didn't do them early on and you're already further in the game, you're getting, like, an, a piece of gear that you already have way better than. Yeah, that's, a, that's what was annoying. But then you don't know what's behind that one that could be better. So that's what Right, I'm right. Talking. So it's, like, it's frustrating as fuck because I'm, like, I don't know which direction to go. And I would like to have some really good gear for um, certain characters. I really try to focus on Crystal um, the most for my gear. But it seemed like at the end of the game, like the last dungeon gave everyone their... They threw everything good at you. So it's almost like the whole like in-between dungeon part of the game was basically worthless because it's not like there was very much story development. Uh, the, you could do like the three main... You could do like events with the three main characters and then it's like go to the post office or go to the beach and build a sandcastle. I, mean, I thought it, they, they, like, and Nick said he, I know he said he didn't like it. I mean, I thought some of the writing was quirky and like kind of maybe a little smirk in my face, but... I don't, was, I don't have a problem with the was, writing. It's just like this it was all like I felt like it was all kind of not really and... uh, put together as well as you know Cosmic Cosmic Star was too, but everything like fit together and it made sense. And 
It had like a pack. We were able to walk around yeah. and like it had the world map with the current current style on the outside, but it's like smaller and like, it just it felt more like a world. Yeah, this is just like cut like almost a visual novel with battles kind of. Yeah. Yeah. The dungeons were it was I guess I'm thinking the dungeons and concept were pretty basic too, but I don't know. I feel like they were a lot more at least I guess having the enemies uh, in the dungeon themselves made it feel more alive. Yeah. Like this one it was all like all the tile sets were some type of Christmas shit. And you're just moving in like S shapes to get through the areas and I'm like, man, can I just fight the boss already? <laughs> what the they might as well just been like, uh, all right, here's the oh, dungeon. Okay. Let's walk to the boss in a visual novel style, and you, you have a boss battle. I would yeah, I basically treated the game as. Yeah, I, tr- I kind of treated it as a boss mode just to like keep the experience down. That is uh, one thing I kind of like more, but also kind of like also annoyed me. Whereas in Kamen Rider, when you almost, I'd say you had to fight ninety percent of the battles in the game because they were just positioned in a, in a way where you couldn't really get around them. Um, so I I felt like. I wasn't doing any extra grinding. I was doing what the game offered to me. Well, this one wasn't you sure. Like, well, this one is giving me the choice, and I'm like, am I, if I do all ten battles, am I going to make the game too easy, or, or you know, it's like, so I just was doing like three or four every time. But it, it still was like bothering me in my head. Like, am I, am I doing too much? Am I too too little? At least in the other one, I felt like they designed it the way they wanted to. I think Breath of Death had also had the system where you could just knock out all your battles real quick. Okay. But you couldn't do the thing like uh, where you click and get rid of the battle. I I, I would rather they didn't have that in there. Yeah. Because then they had yeah. Well, then it, then it's still like a, a design, um, like an, a, I guess an intentional design uh, element, just like cosmic. Star, where you are expected to fight all 15 battles, or maybe all like 14 or 13 or 9, or whatever the fuck. Like, you kind of you fight most of the battles on your way to the end of the map. Uh, but with this, you can have the choice of being like, oh, I don't want to actually fight this battle. So it's hard to, I guess, balance for uh, enemy fights and then boss fights uh, on, based on that. Like, you just have a set point, like, hey, I assume everybody's going to fight all 15, 10, or whatever, how many fights, and we'll get to this point. Uh, but I guess also it does offer like your own little challenge if you want to do a minimalist run. But then I think if they really wanted to present somebody with that option, they should have done like a... Was it Bravely Default does that, where you could turn off the Yeah, you cut off. Yeah, like, yeah they do I mean, that. Because this feels like a half-ass like, fix for that. Like, you just... It, to me, having to press the uh, enter every time the exclamation point pops up is a pain in the ass. It's uh, stupid. If you want to give somebody so to, the... to not fight, turn it off. Especially when you can go to the menu and do battle anytime you want anyway, so like, yeah. what the fuck? Um, and also, which I'm sure you guys probably didn't have the problem, like, did you, do you guys have any problem with any regular encounters? I, a few here and there for me on hard, but not like Cosmic Star Hairman. Like, I struggled on the... Of course, there was a very hard in that game, so maybe that's the difference. Um, I struggled more on some of the, the regular encounters in Cosmic Star Heroin than some bosses. So, yeah, there's these ones like there's some like uh, spongy guys uh, towards the, like the last couple dungeons where if you have like five of them on screen, it can drag on for a little bit. Where yeah, oh, I agree, it drags on. But did you ever like 
like you weren't getting a bunch of game overs or anything. I don't think I got one. No. I don't think I had any game over. Right. I think I got one. Like, I had a... One time I had uh, one character die. Uh, the egg chick, uh, Baba Yaga, died once, and then I kind of toughed it through and made it through that one. But that that's the closest I ever got to dying. And I was on like a regular battle. It wasn't a boss. Right. I mean, I died maybe sometimes during regular encounters, but it wasn't like it was in the other game. It's well, I got a game over one time, and that was fighting the, the Grendel ripoff, I guess the sixth boss, because uh, she like hit Cthulhu, and he had like 120 health left, and I was like, oh, he'll be fine. And the next turn, she like wipes, he just, she just kills him. And it's like near the beginning of the fight. I'm like, <laughs> okay. She's got like 12,000 health left. I'm like, he's my main DPS, but I'll see what I can do. <laughs> and I, I got her down to like 3,000 health, but then she started like doing like 250 damage a hit on everybody i'm like i can't out heal this because i have to defend to get my heals back uh so eventually like everybody just died i'm like okay retry and i beat her uh in like half the time that time because i didn't let kabuto die so i was like that was the hardest boss for me i think did you guys have any like actual strategies or was the game just kind of easy so y'all didn't really have to think Uh, my strategies were to have all the AoE abilities on my characters that I could, and then every time I got into an encounter, spam all the AoE abilities, and then hope to God I had some decent fucking insanity abilities to use. Otherwise, I would defend and just spam my AoE again. When I had 50% or more, use the fucking Unite abilities to do bigger damage, and then move on with my day. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the one thing we didn't really... T- we forgot to mention. I don't know if we did mention, but... The, when you have insanity, like the, like the rocket, like the lightning attack does the whole, like does AOE instead of just one, a lot of them. So yeah, some, you want to you want to save those kind of abilities for when you have uh, insanity. But um, yeah, I, I, my strategy was poison and then use all the AOE attacks, kind of like you said, and then um, use my stronger attacks on whoever's left. And then heal as I needed to, or defend as I needed to. But that it wasn't like I didn't have like a any any struggle really with it. Because as soon as like I used up all my abilities, I would just defend and I'd be fine. Like I, I, I towards the end of the game, you basically I I had to defend a lot more just to because the, the the enemies had a lot more hit points and uh, they became more spongier. So my damage wasn't uh, killing them all like quick enough. But that that was basically the whole game for me. So it got kind of, it really got repetitive. I can see how that would probably be annoying as shit. And for me, I, I, I mean, I did like the combat. I, I had, I think I was I told y'all, I mean, I used charm a lot. And pretty much my strategy was, during the game, was have Crystal start off with hyper mode. With her, well, I think it was like a certain equipment she had. And she would just cuss region off right off the get-go. And then have the the Candyman guys do the same thing, hyper mode, and do defense all to everybody. Otherwise, people were just being wrecked. And I would pretty much have to have every time they were in hyper mode, they would have to cast Regent and defense every time, or I would probably die. I would save up the United ability for the defense and the heal all for like late into the game. I mean, into the battle. And I would pretty much use charm like shit ton. Especially as the battle went on, because they would do so much damage to me. And they would get 400 to kill motherfuckers. But if I was able to, like, vulnerable them and charm them, they would do, like, almost 10,000 to themselves. Charm never worked for me, so I don't know what I was doing wrong. But Well, you got to use, well, that's the thing in the combat, you have to use uh, ailment up a lot. And 
the chicken girl has a move where it doubles her ailment, uh, uh, I guess, whatever, for the next turn. The charm is pretty much like, uh, especially if you land on hypermit with that, it's pretty much a guaranteed to work, uh, as long as you don't use it so many times early on. Well, yeah, there's also, like, I guess we never touched on this, but uh, they have a system where status effects have uh, their own HP bar you have to reduce to zero that's hidden behind the scenes. So, like, uh, let's say you use, like, stun with somebody, and they may do, like, 50% health damage to stun, and then you stun again with somebody else, and then it succeeds that time because you brought the value to zero. So, um, and if they more... spam the same... Uh, a yeah. status effect over and over again and have it work every time. You have to do some variety. At least that, I, that's the intent. I think that they really... Cause so everybody... I think three people get charmed at, at the end of the game. So I think in their head they wanted you to push for charm in the harder settings because there's, there's no other way to... Like, there's no other way to fucking kill the balls without doing that. Like, you would never kill them because you don't do enough damage. You're sitting there doing like, uh, I think the strongest other move in the game is the unite between the chicken girl and Kazuza, which if you, that can do pretty good amount of damage. But, um, well, it's a just... it's it's a different kind of game, uh, RPG, whereas like a normal RPG is about uh, doing as much damage as possible to finish the fight as, as fast as possible. Like they have a stat devoted to ailments that's part of each of the characters' uh, main stats. And they have a heavy emphasis on afflicting status effects on enemies. Uh, like Baba Yaga, her, almost her entire uh, ability list is put an ailment on somebody of some type. Yeah, uh, and, yeah so, and you're, I really need that. She's like my fucking... You can't play this game, I don't think, like on a harder difficulty with the mindset that I think maybe uh, Kevin and I played with, which was just fucking kill everything. <laughs> you have yeah. to adopt a new mindset kind of like you did where you're like okay uh i have to assume i can do this with this uh, status effect and hope that it works uh so that i can get through this fight and continue making progress which is you can't okay uh I, I wasn't gonna really say anything oh, I was like, you, you can't like uh, you, kujo was saying like uh, if you get shitty insane ability you can just defend the next turn well like in the harder setting, the more you do that, the more you're wasting precious turns. And as you like, well, you all see as the battle goes on, like you start getting wrecked more and more. So to me, it was more like just hope, make the best of the abilities I got, and hopefully the next time I really need to defend, I get a better draw. Okay. The way I had to do the the region and the defense, like there was only one. It was basically do it, do a move defend, get the region defense back, and then do it again. So there was really only one turn in between Crystal and the candy guy where I had like a free turn to do something. I don't really have time, but like, no. I can't imagine um, how much harder it probably is on the harder setting. It would probably be a pain in the fucking ass. I mean, presumably that's New Game Plus and your stats rollover, so... Oh, okay. I know. Well, then yeah, I guess... Okay, it's a new game plus, and I was like, "Quick game," because I'm done. Also, a new game plus. I hit it and I read it, and they were like making like stupid comments, like, "Oh, the old dreaded new game plus," and like say stupid shit about it. But I didn't really look into anything after that. I just kind of saved the game and cut it off. Yeah, I started. I, I, play it. I started it for a second, and 
you start off with all four characters on New Game Plus, so it kind of helps you out that way. I wonder if enemies scale to you. Otherwise, it'd be kind of boring. Well, uh, you're probably going to have to play on Eldritch difficulty, would be my guess. Yeah, but well, I'm saying you still think hope the enemies scale with you, because even if Eldritch difficulty is what they are and being uh, the hard difficulty, you still wipe the floor with them until it. Okay. Uh, so I just Googled what New Game Plus has, and it was added in a patch uh, actually in October 28th, so it's a fairly new thing. Um, it says if you do New Game Plus, you retain your stats, equipment, and items from the game, as well as all progress you've made with your relationships, which I, we didn't touch on that, but that's the fucking stupid... Uh, you go to town, and you, every time you uh, hang out with somebody, like your your relationship goes up. Is it? Is there is there a bar for that or some shit? No, you can't. You can't tell. Like I got, so I maxed out three relationships. I maxed maxed them out with Crystal, Baba, and uh, oh, I, I did four: Crystal, Baba, Bellsnickel, and the uh, alien cat. I guess from CSH. Where's the cat at? Uh, pet store. Oh, I never went to the pet store. <laughs> you get oh, that's the problem with that. Sword. You what? Um, you gave me a pretty sweet sword, so that was pretty cool, and some armor. Um, but yeah, like there's like there's so many different fucking things uh, in this game, and on new game plus mode, uh, you get new story events as well as new relationship events uh, that aren't in the regular game. So I guess presumably, like there's way more to the game after the after you beat it and you do new game plus. So pre there may be new story beats that we didn't get because we never did new game plus. Yeah, I guess so that's I cool they patched it in for free. Uh, I never desire to touch that shit. Uh, oh, there's optional difficulty that you can pick in the game plus that scales enemy stats up to beyond what they could ever be in a regular game. So that would be right up your alley, probably, Travis. All right, so I'm, I'm kind of running <laughs> through they do it to me first. I'm running through this uh, first chapter here, and everyone like everyone's talking like they know they're they're doing the shit again. So maybe maybe there's a different there's more to the story if you play it a second time. Like all the characters, okay. all the characters are like talking to themselves. Like, I can't believe we're doing this shit again, type thing. <laughs> so I might, maybe I would have liked that more than the base game. <laughs> Go on, Nick. Play. We'll play. You can play the game next year for Christmas. Cthulhu's uh, like, I guess, I guess now do all the relationship stuff I missed the first time. <laughs> fuck the relationship shit. Cold Steel ruined that for me. I don't. Every bit, the first video game to do that shit ruined that for me. Fuck that. Get that shit out of my games. What was the first time you played it? Uh, I didn't even fucking remember. Like, there's some, probably the Fire Emblem games. Yeah, you don't know, like, when it was light, like in the original games, or are you talking about, like, in the later ones? I guess Awakening. Like, it was fine. Okay, I yeah. like it in, like, the first Fire Emblems, because it's like you have your characters fight next to each other, and they naturally, like, their bond goes right. or whatever. It makes you sense. Have a conversation, and they're like, hey, uh, your sword skills are pretty cool. You want to train with me or whatever? And it's like, okay, that's all right, cool. But then nah, like, I want to fuck you and have a kid with you. Exactly. They're like, oh man, <laughs> your eyes are so fucking dreamy. They're blue like the sky. Suck my dick. Yeah. Like, okay. Then, then they have babies. And then, like, I guess it's a big thing in Persona. Like, I've never played the Persona games, but they're like, everybody, the fandom's like, oh man, I want to fuck the teacher or I'm going to fuck this girl. And like the girl's like maybe 14. And like, this is some creepy shit, people. Like, I know it's fake and stuff, but, uh, yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm outside. I'm, 
yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, it's one thing, especially when they're set in a school setting. It's the one thing if they're like 16 or whatever, but they're not set in like a school setting, but they're set up as kids. So, well, I mean, no I, way of... I don't like any game that has like sex in it, really. Like Mass Effect, like you can romance like some chicks or some dudes or whatever, and then you fuck them. And I'm like, that's yeah. like, having to watch the sex scene is the most awkward thing I've ever done in a game. Like, I'm like, oh my god, can I skip this? No. Yes, well, I don't even like. Age. Faded Black works for me. I don't need to see it. Like, exactly. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I got the gist. Like, can I go yeah. back to <laughs> aliens and shit? Come on. Yeah. Uh, but all right. I, fucking, I guess we're derailing again. So, uh, likes, dislikes with gameplay? Uh, I guess I'll go first. I liked the. Um, I, as much as I hated, I hated it. I kind of liked the the insanity stuff a little bit, uh, for the variety it, it brought to the experience. Um, like it, it, like it made my battles suck ass. Like it, fuck, they dragged on way longer than they needed to be because I couldn't get a good setup. Like I couldn't CSH. Uh, but it, I guess it mixed it up enough. And. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say about it. Like everything else for the gameplay, like bored the share of me. Like I had so much trouble playing this game. Like I fell asleep at work every time I tried to play it. Like I would get like 40 minutes in, and then like, all right, I'm gonna take a nap. Uh, I'm gonna play it all over again. Dude, it's uh, maybe I shouldn't play games at work. I guess. I don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but uh, what about you, Travis? Likes dislikes? Um, dislikes. Um, I didn't really like the way they did the whole like. Uh town center where you're just kind of you know shit it made the game feel a lot less shorter than it maybe it really i don't know how to explain it but even if you could walk around the towns and it took you five minutes each time i felt like the game would have felt more lived in where it just felt like you said visual novel to fucking uh linear dungeon to boss so i didn't really like that um i didn't really some of the battle stuff or it seemed confusing. I didn't like how style mode was gone to me. Like that was a very important part of the first game, I thought. And I didn't really like the, the encounter system either too much. For likes, uh, I'm with you. I kind of like the insanity thing. At first, it was pissing me off, but it does kind of make each battle a little bit more um, refreshing because you don't really know what you're going to get and. Okay. Uh, Kevin, do you have any opinions? Yeah. Um, I I guess I like the battle system. Uh, I don't know, but it just feels like a nerfed version of uh, Cosmic Star. Like, I love, I like the way they have it set up, but I felt like you couldn't really, like, you once you figured out your way, like, the way you're going to play, it kind of got boring. Like, I figured it out, like, my whole setup. Um, but then there wasn't anything else that what like kind of took it to the next level, you know, uh, kind of just kind of plateaued and then you just did the same thing. So it wasn't, uh, it wasn't as good as Cosmic Star. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I got bored pretty easily towards the, uh, towards the end, like the last couple dungeons where everything was just a sponge and the battles took a little bit longer than I wanted to. So I got really boring. Um, I didn't like the ran the way the randoms are. I at least want to see the sprite on the screen. Like I feel like that's kind of lazy. You didn't put the sprites on the screen. You just put a little exclamation point. <clears throat> um, 
I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how long that takes to program. I don't know. Maybe it's a lot. A lot takes a lot more to put a little sprite on there to start the battle. I don't know. Um, um, I've done some like stuff with RPG Maker, and every time you do that, you have to have an event for it, and you generally want to have uh, before the fight like um, some way to trap people, I guess, to get. Especially if it's one of those things where you do like a Chrono Trigger thing, where you walk up to the area, you want them to be uh, in one spot, so you don't have to make a bunch of events. Presumably, that kind of go across the whole area that they walk in. Yeah. Uh, that trigger the fight. Uh, or you can do it some way. Like, every time you have a game where there's a creature moving around and you touch the creature you get into a fight, that's one event. And I, I think that's a decent way to do it. Uh, as opposed to, like, a, a tile-based event where you step on the tile and it, it triggers the encounter. Because uh, that seems more like a pain in the ass to do. Well, yeah. So there's a way to do it, is what you're saying. Yeah, it just, it just takes more time than, because uh, the way that the way that they have it now is uh, the system generates uh, a, a random draw of uh, encounters based off a list they have. So you could presumably get the same encounters multiple times in a row, but I think there's enough variety with the way that they set them up in the, the, the behind the scenes. Uh, I guess the database so that they have there's a lot to draw from. Uh, so you're not getting like a repeat battle. Uh, but essentially, yeah, I, I, I never got a repeat. A little one uh, I think yeah. I might have got a repeat twice. Uh, but like, uh, but there'd like be there'd be like sometimes where I'd get like I fight one cat, and the next time it's like five of the spongiest motherfuckers, and the fight takes twenty yeah. minutes. I'm like, god damn. Yeah. Uh, but essentially, like, so with the way their encounter system works is they have that uh, step. It's probably it's a step counter. So every time you take a step on the map, uh, the encounter bar fills up. When the bar hits the top, you get the exclamation point, and you have two and a half, three seconds maybe to press enter to reset the encounter. Uh, but if you don't, uh, it triggers the fight, and it pulls the fight from presumably a random list of encounters. So that's way easier to program. Okay, so that's that's why they did it like that. So it's easier. For they're just trying to like I think they're just trying to make a uh, like you were saying maybe a cash grab to. Uh out in between uh, Cosmic Star and the uh, Madness Lies Within. I mean, they literally say, though, in the game, they're like, hey, doing this because yeah. you need some money. How about you buy right. the Cosmic Star heroin game? Yeah. It's on sale right now. Wink, wink. Go buy it. Yeah. The other thing, <sighs> other thing um, I didn't like, like, I hate that they have the stupid items and there's eight slots and you can only use four. That pisses me off every fucking time. I'm like, Oh, there it is. I know I'm only be able to use four. So why the fuck they even put that in there? That pisses me off. What were the um the other items? Like I um, I is there? Did you guys get all the items or no? Because I don't think I got them all. I don't all. know. I don't know. If there's a way that, to tell if you got all the items. There's probably a bunch of them hidden in the fucking relationship of yeah. things that you have to have new game plus uh, for. Yeah, probably. I just used the charm one, the poison one, uh, the vulnerable one, and. There was one that made you go right into hyper mode. This is the four that I used. Yeah, hyperizer. I I used the vulnerable one, the hyperizer, the golden egg, which gave uh, Baba a hundred and fifty percent for chicken shit, and then um, I had a bomb put on because Kuju said something in chat about the bomb being cool or something, so I put that on and it sucked. 
I just never took it off because I didn't use items very much. <laughs> it was the poison, the, the poison one that you get as item does more damage than the poison that you get as ability. So like, when I, if I was going to poison a boss, I would use that item because it's like 100, 150% damage poison. Pretty well, cool. I thought the bomb was pretty good at first, but I think I said that like when I first got it, it was really good because it, it like killed anything that was weak to fire like instantly when uh, I first got it, but then later in the game, it was just good. Like, if you had a, a weakness, it was good for, like, 700, 800 damage against a fire weakness, so I used it for that. I still, I never took that off. I think I had the Hyperizer. I don't remember the other ones I had. Um, and then, yeah, I didn't like the, the way the, like you were saying, the, the town set up where I mean, they could have at least made it where you could... Like, they made dungeons. Why couldn't they make the town where you could just walk there and do the relationships like that? I think that would have been a little bit better. But it's probably... I mean, I guess it's one less thing they had to do. I, yeah. I just feel like they could have a little, little bit more effort into it. It would have been a lot better. If You know what I mean? Like, well, I wonder how much Cosmic Star Heaven was when they released it. Because this game was only 10 bucks. So, if Cosmic was 20 I guess the amount of effort into it... Is about half. Wasn't it? Price. It was Kickstarter, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't Kickstart it because I didn't know about it at the time of Kickstarting. But um, I imagine Kyle Train was twenty bucks when it came out. I would guess. Uh, it's worth that. Right now, it's fifteen bucks. Okay, I mean, it's been out for like what four, five years now, so it could have dropped yeah. in price. But I guess we'll, I guess we'll never figure out what it was. That's uh, a physical copy. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter that much. Yeah, it doesn't. I'm just wondering, like, you know, 20 to 10, I can see why, you know, they left certain things out for a $10 game. But yeah, little things could have helped it. I just looked. The other items I used was the elixir, which full will give you full hit points, and then the dark damage one, where it, every, it was like an AoE for 150% dark damage. That what did the manga do? The what? I never got it. Uh, I didn't get it either. I what? saw it and I was like, I don't fucking think I need another item, so I never did it. Yeah, I was just I stopped doing all the random fucking things when I got pissed off because I wasted a, an event thing to get a bomb at the end of the game and it sucked. I'm like, man, what did <laughs> I do? Oh, fuck you, Jeff. What? Which one did you say you were wondering about? The manga. A manga, however you fucking say it. No, I don't, I don't have that one, so I don't know. Oh. You wanna score it? Might as well. Uh, so what do you, what do you give it, Travis? Uh, I'm still gonna give it 4 out of 5. Um, I still enjoyed the comment enough compared to most RPGs enough to... And that was what most of my gameplay time was, was the combat, so... Okay. I'd still give it a 4. Uh, what about you, Kevin? I'm gonna give it two. Um, I liked the the battles for a little while, then they got boring, um, and then everything else was kind of meh. So, two. Sure. Uh, I think I'll give it a two point five because uh, I'm right there with you. Everything was kind of boring, uh, and then much like you guys, I wish there was more meat to the game. I wish there was like town exploration, even if it's just exploring Christmas Town, uh, to get to the relationship things. Um, I wish the dungeons had more to them. Like, there was no puzzles or anything. It was just walk and fight things, find some random chests. Um, the 
the Boston counters were okay. Like I wasn't particularly happy to play the boss fights more than like a regular fight. Like I, well, I was happier to have a boss fight because I was like, fuck yeah, one more step closer to being done with this game. <laughs> but like I, I wasn't like, oh man, I can't wait to do another fight or something. Like it was just it was whatever. I kind of just got through it as best as I could. So. Um, it's time for our first musical break, um, and as is custom now, it's going to be the main theme for the game, um, in honor of Brent. Uh, this theme is, uh, Save Christmas. Now for everybody's favorite part, uh, story. So you might as well just skip an hour ahead, and uh, we'll see you back. <laughs> well, this, uh, this, half, really... this one might only, yeah, a half short hour. only a half hour this time because the story is pretty simple. Yeah. Um, so essentially, like I kind of pretty much gave the story away at the very beginning. Uh, you save Santa Claus. Uh, your shit gets stolen by the League of Seven Evil Fuck Christmas people, and uh, at the end, you fight. Uh, the ghost of uh, Christmas Future, right. because he so, like sees saw all the endings and nothing happens good in the future or some shit. So he's just like, I'm gonna destroy time now. Well, who were the who were the seven? Because I don't remember them. Uh, you got uh, Jack Frost, 
Okay, uh, makes the, sense. A mouse in a robot. Makes um, no sense. The elves with the Yule cat. Uh, the bells. Uh, Krampus. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Grendel ripoff. What is? Yeah, what is? What's? What was that supposed to be? Uh, the only thing I know Grendel from is Beowulf. I have no fucking idea. I can't remember. Oh, it's Gretel. <laughs> no, like, so, uh, the Gretel oh, oh, okay, yeah. creature? The one that was supposed to be the Grendel, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't remember what the seventh was. Shit. Oh, it was the Krampus. reindeer. Krampus. Oh. What about like a, Wasn't it like a Lovecraft boss, boss you had to fight the end to? Oh, yeah, so yeah, you fight Krampus, but he's actually, actually he's like, so, oh, surprise, surprise, the, the one behind the scenes is actually Nyarlathep. And so you fight Krampus and Yalithup at the same time, and it's like, was that the final boss? No, because the Ghost of Christmas Future comes in, and he's like, oh yeah, because you save Santa, and you get back to Christmas Town, and you're like, alright, tomorrow's gonna be Christmas, because it's been the 50th fucking Christmas Eve, <laughs> and then you wake up, and it's like, it's still Christmas Eve, okay, uh, what the fuck's going on? And then you do like four more Christmas Eves, and then the Ghost of Christmas Future comes, and he's like, oh yeah, uh, the future's fucked, so just fuck everybody, and you gotta stop him. Well, yeah, doesn't it pull the trails? <laughs> Where it's like, some about friendship is how they overcome it? Yeah. Well, that's when you're fighting uh, Krampus and Yellowthep, I think. <laughs> you're like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I've made relationships with these people, and that's how we're gonna overcome you. Because like, everybody shits on him, they're like, oh, we stole your powers, Cthulhu. And he's like, well, now I've got relationships. And everybody's like, what? He's like, is that what you're supposed to say in these games? Yeah. The power of friendship. He pulled away. <sighs> so, I mean, yeah, the plot was lacking, and it was mainly just the whole story was ferried by random quips and, like, jokes about shit. And yeah, that's not really family. for me. <laughs> so, I didn't really like it at all. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I can see if you don't like that style of um, story and writing, how it just feel like fuck off. You don't like you did like Earthbound, right? Uh, no. I think I played like an hour of Earthbound. I rented it from Blockbuster as a kid, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I went back and rented Final Fantasy Mystic Quest instead because I'd rather play that. Well, I think I mean Earthbound's quirky, but it's supposed to have like a serious themes inside it. Well, this game is just straight up fucking stupid. Like, there's nothing. Well, I mean, I don't think I got far enough in Earthbound to like get to the like the meat. I think the whole like the I guess the way the graphics were put me off at the time. And then like you're a kid with a yo-yo and shit. And then like I guess there's a dog or something. If I remember right, like it's been a fucking long time since I played Earthbound, and I really don't give a shit about Earthbound. And a lot of people mad, Nick. I mean, I don't give a fuck. I've got. Apparently, I can't pick a good fucking game to save my life, so I'm, I've am i come to terms with that. Like, nobody likes Brain Lord. I love Brain Lord. And there's, like, other shit I've picked, and Brent's like, I never let you pick a game again. And it's like, that's fine. <laughs> it's whatever. Well, I think we're... Pick, the more we... The, the picking games is, like, whatever we're playing now at the, this point. <laughs> you picked The Last of Us 2, Nick. I mean, that was a great game. Man, I didn't pick that shit. You did, you did pick it! Like oh I got it oh, let's play it. it was, uh, you were all playing it already or something so I was like well might as well fucking do a show on it. Yeah, I'm just saying I love the game so I thought it was a good pick for you. Uh, 
Well, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. That's the plucking. That's the story of this game. Like, do y'all have any likes, dislikes, anything you want to add about it? Uh, okay. I got. I guess there's like three other characters you get, and the one's like okay, one's Santa's granddaughter. The other two, yeah. well, the other one's Bobby Yaga for some reason. Like she shows up. Who's that? Huh? Where's Bobby Yaga? Slavic uh, witch. Yeah. Like uh, like how? So a lot of the European countries they don't have like Santa Claus. They've got like some type of punishment, uh, reward system, uh, deity for Christmas time. Like the, the, I don't know what the, it's called in Italy. I can't remember remember anymore. But in Italy, you leave your shoes out, and if you're a, a good kid, you got candy in your shoes. If not, you had like. Trashing issues or some shit. That's like uh, that's that's fucking dumb. Santa's way better. That's Saint Nicholas. No, it's definitely a woman. Oh, that, that's what Saint Nick does too. I think. Um, well, is it Santa Claus, Saint Nick? There, that, that's what he evolved into. But that's what he was at first. Like he would, you leave your shoes out like December fifth or something, and then okay, yeah, they put it's like it's like Jesus and God, you know. Uh, the the Italian thing's name is like La Bufana or something. It just came to me, but uh, uh, like the Slavic thing is Baba Yaga. She's a witch that lives in a fucking hut with chicken legs, and like she like captures children and eats them or something. And then, the I don't know. I don't know who the fuck Christmas is. What the fuck kind of Christmas shit is that? That's not fun. That's scary. Let's look the shit up, Baba Yaga. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how okay. she's in this game or why she's in this game, but she's here. I guess I didn't get that connection. Um, okay, I see this Bobby Yaga shit. And who's the, who's that other character? I have no idea. Is he like the lumberjack from the reindeer movies? Like the the, the candy man, huh? Isn't he like the candy? Isn't he like a candy dude? Isn't he supposed to be? because uh, there's there's a scene where it was like uh because our lawyer they had like lawyers remove the the names of everyone in the scene. I had no idea what the the scene was. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they get somewhere and they're like. They cut. They cut off any kind of plot because they're like, "Yeah, that we can't say anything about this." Yeah. But uh, Belsnickel is apparently a fur-clad Christmas gift-bringing figure in the folklore of uh, Southwest Germany, Saarland, and the Oldenwald area of Baden-Württemberg. I don't fucking know. Uh, he, I guess he, he wears furs and sometimes a mask with a long tongue. He wears dirty, tattered clothes, and he carries a switch in his hand, which he uses to beat naughty children. But he also has pockets full of cakes, candies, and nuts for the good children. He's not really good with the program to stick with Santa. I mean, it sounds like Krampus. Like, I'm not sure why Krampus yeah, wasn't a good guy. Like, he just eats children or some shit. That's yeah. the problem. Well, these motherfuckers. Um, but yeah, so those characters, like the two other characters, like you save like Santa's do uh, granddaughter, so that's how you acquire that character, and another two that show up in your bedroom, randomly. So that that was kind of annoying. I didn't like that. Um, I didn't. Uh, you had like four days of Christmas Eve to do random events to get your items. Um, that was that was like the bridge between dungeons, so that was kind of lacking of any kind of story. I mean, you do your relationships, but uh, just like you basically just hang out with them, and like Cthulhu is not very uh, for a main character. You can't really 
understand the logic behind you can't like see yourself in cthulhu you know which like usually yes. usually what you want for your main character is like some kind of i don't know some kind of common like, like, like rain from cold steel that's what you usually want <laughs> well you want your main character to be kind of like every man so that way anybody can see themselves as the main character whereas this you're playing as a mythical beast where i don't understand i don't maybe if i knew like the like the Lovecraft stuff, I would understand it more or kind of have a better idea, but I didn't understand his character at all. It was just a, he was just a guy, I guess. Um, I mean, the writing's always pretty good from these guys. I, they have the jokes that are pretty funny, or I did like the Final Fantasy Tactics, like if you do like one of the things, uh, what is it called? Um, the Expedition. The Expedition, it would be like a Final Yeah, I forgot about that. That would be a Final Fantasy type theme. Uh, or the interaction Final Fantasy Tactics interaction um but uh yeah it was I think that's about it it wasn't there wasn't much there uh you there wasn't any twist besides like Father Time I was like okay at least there's something it wasn't just straight you save Santa so that was better than nothing so it, it was okay it was just not I mean if it was any longer than what it was it would sucked but it, it yeah was, for it sure for a couple of days you get a little Christmas theme going like so it was okay yeah, I mean, I kind of with you. I, I I kind of thought some of the writing was was funny, and it kind of you know made me smile. And I mean, the story itself is fucking stupid, but I mean, it's it's not trying to be serious, and so it's not great. But um, but so I'm gonna give it a two and a half as my my rating. Okay. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go ahead and give it two and a half as well. Two and a half. All right. Well, uh, I'm giving it a one and a half. <laughs> Because uh, <laughs> fucking, because you're fucking, you were mad as the Grinch, wasn't it? Because you're a Grinch. They get a he he gets a half point because I like I maybe like read some of the dialogue and was like, okay, that's kind of clever, but like I never like chuckled. I never, like the whole time I felt like I was groaning, reading dialogue, and then getting to the end of the dungeon and it's like oh who are you supposed to be and it's like i'm fucking the oldest bells in the world and now i'm demonic and shit and everybody's like oh that's we gotta kill him and shit i'm like fuck man why even bother having text right now just be like who are you i'm the fifth christmas evil like okay time to kill you we're santa and you can hey, kill him you hate everything about christmas uh i mean i don't like i don't that's a, that's a serious question like there's like is it all just the whole thing that's annoy you I don't, like, I don't hate Christmas, but I don't have any particular attachment to Christmas. It's, uh, Not even like that as a kid? No. I, 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 the best part of Christmas yeah. when I was a kid was getting shit and then going to my bedroom and playing the new games I got. Yeah. Right. I mean, so that's... I enjoyed about Christmas. I, I love Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I definitely enjoyed that, especially for RPGs. I mean, because that's like long games I'll be able to play for months. Yeah. I love Christmas as a kid, um, but now as an adult, like I work in retail and we start setting Christmas like in September. And so I deal with Christmas like for pretty much six months out of the year. If you think it goes from like September and then we probably put it away in like February. I mean, it's a long time before we're done with Christmas. Um, and then, you know, bring it back out in September. So I don't know. It's, uh, you hear the music, you see all the shit, and it's just bun all it is is ways to make money. Really, it's it's a bunch of bullshit. So, 
I get it. It's supposed to, like some people can see the the you know good side of it where it's like you know the reason for all these holidays in the winter is because no one can really do anything because it's cold, and this is a good idea. But it just kind of when I we're just working in it, I just don't give a fuck about it anymore. I, I wouldn't know you should have me about working retail. I mean, I've never worked in retail. I mean, well, I have two kids, so I mean, I do. I like it. Like I set up a lot of lights, and I like going around and doing shit with the kids. I'm sure I'd have a different perspective if I had kids, but uh, it's I'm kind of like with Kevin. Like it's definitely too much overexposure, and I feel like it's too much false. Yes. Like I guess, almost like idolatry uh, around the whole season. Like everybody's like, "Oh, it's Christmas! I fucking love Christmas, 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 Christmas." I'm like, okay, like. It reminds me of like people that smoke weed all the fucking time, and they all they talk about is weed. I'm like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Do you have I mean, anything else you want to fucking talk about? Like, yes, it's Christmas time. How about anything else? Anything else you would like right. to talk about? No. Okay. Like Brent was like, I was talking about Christmas all the fucking time too. I'm like, fuck off. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> he had Christmas music in his car from like fucking no, was it October through like January. And it's like every really? time he got in his fucking truck, it's Christmas music. I'm like, fucking kill me. <laughs> Yeah, I had a couple of guys at work. We played at work, and they they uh <laughs> they hate it. Like my you know, Jelly, you met it. Yeah, he yeah. he hates fucking Christmas music. <laughs> and I'm just like, whatever, dude. I like it. Well, the problem with Christmas music is there's only so many fucking Christmas songs, and so like working like okay, so we started playing Christmas music, like Black Friday. That's when we started. So from Black Friday until January first, we play Christmas music, and it's on repeat so i hear the fucking same songs over and over and yeah there's maybe 18 different ways of jing- uh people singing jingle bill- jingle bills but it's still fucking jingle bills <laughs> it's not like i, I, mean, I don't like i think the hour at work i cut it all i don't really listen to it for the most part like if we're riding around with the kids like looking at lights or going to do something christmas themed like or if we're setting up a tree or, or like i don't just just go around having on fucking like i listen to other podcasts or other music I'm by myself or something like that. I couldn't deal with it like that. I mean, this is the last year my daughter is going to believe in it. I'm surprised she like hasn't like looked it up. <laughs> like just Google the shit. <laughs> but, uh, she, yeah, like and she's like she's a very innocent child, so I like she um you know it's gonna suck when she doesn't. But I mean, my son will still be into it. I I. I I'm shocked. We did the Elf on the Shelf thing too. And it's like, I think I told you, like, she asked me if I was saying that, and I was like, no, Zoe, what are you talking about? And she's like, oh, yeah, I think you'd be too lazy to do all that. And I'm just like, fuck <laughs> 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 so like, oh, no, we'll, we'll just roll with that for one more year. Oh, shit. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it's some people like things. I think maybe like a mix of like uh, trauma I had when I was a kid around my family. Um, and it being like such a, a family oriented thing, and then also uh, like the lack of variety, as we've kind of already said. Like, I like new information, and then Christmas is just the same shit over and over again. Uh, like, you put a tree up, you put fucking lights up, watch the same Christmas. three fucking movies. Yeah, it's like, okay, uh, yeah. there's plenty of new shit coming out, so I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna check that out instead. So, y'all enjoy your Christmas shit, and uh. Yeah. That's that. I, guess. I mean, always got a lot of RPGs, so that was always nice for me. I'm, I feel like I'm more Christmas neutral. I don't hate it. Um, it's okay. I, I probably would miss it if it wasn't there. 
but I'm not like actively engaging in Christmas activities. Like you don't go around looking at lights or anything or anything that shit? Well, this is the first year I did because Amy wanted to, but other than that, no. <laughs> like I've seen, it's kind of like fireworks, you know? It's like I could, I could not watch fireworks ever again. So. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't get people about fireworks actually. So yeah, I understand that logic. Well, I guess, I guess it's like a lot of things. When you're a kid, it's more magical because it's your first experience, uh, and then you become, I guess, jaded as you get older because you just get overexposed. Uh, but like, yeah, Mike, I'm with you, Kevin. Fireworks, okay. It's all fucking shit exploding in the sky. Fantastic. You get to sit out here for an hour with random fucking people and see fireworks. Neat. Like, drive around fucking Christmas-themed neighborhoods. Wow. What a great use of my time. <laughs> Yay. Well, at least with fireworks, you can be fucking drunk and watch them. But you're riding around looking at Christmas lights, you probably shouldn't be drunk. Or you're going to be So You could be a passenger be drunk as shit. Yeah, but then you have to pee. I've been out to pee every five minutes, so I won't be having too much fun. I'll just get one of those uh, catheters or whatever. Put it in. <laughs> get, the, get the bag on your leg. You can be good to go. Yeah. Oh, I think I just bad drink. Fair enough. All right, we've, we've All right, gone well, too long. Well, <laughs> uh, musical break two uh, is by Kevin uh, this time. What is your song? Uh, it's called Carol of the Bells, but louder. Um, it's really, uh, I thought it was the best song of the whole soundtrack. Uh, it's like a really loud, uh, it's like a take on one of the Christmas songs, but it's done, I don't know, it's done unique, so I liked it. Okay. Uh, here that is, and we'll be right back.
So that was Carol of the Bells, but louder. Not, not too bad. Like he said, best song in the fucking soundtrack. I agree. Little fucking rat bastard stole it from us, but you know, it's alright. Hey, we'll get him back yeah. a different game. <laughs> you gotta be first. I need to like me again, music. Alright, so now we're gonna talk about the visuals. Um, I thought the sprites were pretty good for the most part. Uh, they reused some of the enemy assets from CSH, and that was okay. Um, because every time you put insanity uh, on somebody, the sprites change, uh, which I thought was kind of neat. Like, they got more, like, uh, I guess, evil, powerful looking. Uh, I think also yeah. they, they change with enrage too, but I'm not 100% sure I didn't really enrage things very often. Um, I didn't, yeah, I didn't really either, because I didn't really see where it did too much. Yeah. The, uh, like, the tile sets were really samey. Like, I swear to God, they used the same tile sets in two dungeons. But I, like, I'm not 100 percent sure because I was. It's been like I played this game over three weeks. It took me six hours over three weeks to beat this game. <laughs> you just, you just love that Switch, don't you? That's, that's fucking how much I love it. It's great. <laughs> so, uh, uh, other than that, like it's uh, like the, the the general style is the same as Cosmic Star. Um, but I felt the it, it just suffered overall from. The same thing the story suffered from. Um, it was a like a kind of like put it out, kind of get it over with quick. Uh, yeah. They could have done a, a lot more attention to detail with some things, um, but I think it's serviceable overall. Uh, nothing really horrible. Nothing that was like, oh man, this is great. Yeah, it doesn't have like the big like. Um... Portraits with all the stuff, kind of like the cosmos. It's definitely a little bit lower budget. It's like there's no cutscenes, right? Like CSA yeah. cutscenes, and, and yeah, had like big uh, animated like top half of the character things. They're talking. Yeah, it looked gorgeous. Uh, and this is just like uh, a little maybe a, I don't yeah portrait at the bottom of the screen and then text. And it's like okay. Yeah, and just the just the Christmasy look just gets fucking old looking at it for the seven eight hours because. Kind of sorry when you're going to like different worlds and like like you go to like the um the whole western town at first and then like the insect place like everything just looked cool. Yeah, there's like a different little like uh, races and stuff, or it, it just is just okay. I get it. It's fucking Christmas shit. I mean, I can't, you can't really complain too much though because it's the game is literally Cthulhu saves Christmas, so you have to expect the whole game's Christmas. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's, that's a valid point. It just gets tired. I mean, I'm a Christmas person, even after a while, I'm just like, all right, I don't need, like... And there's only four characters, whereas in Cosmos or Harry, when you had, what, eight, maybe? Maybe uh, more? Eight, nine, ten, I think. Yeah. Something like that. There's a lot. They're constantly getting swapped out, kind of like Fantasy Star-esque, where, you know, or four, where different characters are coming in times whereas this is just pretty much like okay here's your four characters and and they even make like the joke where it's like yeah we're not like is there another character and like no <laughs> it's too late in the game to do that no one would care about that person <laughs> uh, one thing i think that uh i was i thought was really disappointing uh compared to like cosmic star was in combat um because of the way the system worked in Cosmic Star, your characters were always like in different positions on the field. 
and so it looked, uh, I guess, more dynamic. Uh, whereas this yeah. one, every time you get into an encounter, it's like your four characters are at the bottom of the screen, and then you have like one, two, three, four, or five enemies just kind of arranged in a, a W pattern on the other side of the screen. Yeah. And that's it. I'm like, okay. Yeah, well, it's kind of when... Sorry. So I was gonna say, it's like Chrono Trigger, where it's like you go into battle and they just kind of just like go into these certain areas, and then like everything. This it's kind of cool looking. Where yeah, this is just it's the same shit every time, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like though, like they could have like depending on what section you're on the map, or like which direction you're facing, like you could have like put your characters in a different area or something. But uh, it is what it is. It's just like like we kind of established. This was a quick thing. It felt like they pushed out. To make some money. Yeah, and they're trying to use that internet up again, I guess. Hmm. Well, anything y'all else y'all gotta add or? No, I think that's about it for me. Um, so I the only thing I thought was the like you guys were saying, like I like the you dungeons had their own unique look. Um. I just wish they had like its own town. Um, sprite work was pretty good, so I don't know. I, I will give it a three. Okay. I will give it a three as well. All right. Well, I guess we're all uh, kind of unanimous on it. I'll give it a three as well. Uh, it is look all right. All right. <laughs> uh, and now for music. Uh, the composer for this was Joshua Queen, and he's done some other games. Uh, fuck did it. you do Kylo Star Heroin or no? Uh, like, it's not, he, they use a track, I'm pretty sure they use a track from Cosmic Star Heroin in this, so I thought maybe they did, because I listened to this guy's Bandcamp link, and it sounded like, like the same song from Cosmic Star, but I wasn't 100% sure if it was uh like i looked on his thing i'm trying to pull up this Bandcamp thing again uh like i didn't see cosmic star on his like other fucking like his list because he's got like trial of the gods yeah i don't see it on here either uh, so Solar sailor uh, but i don't know if this is his work yes yeah, his full digital discography let's see here trial of the gods fuck this tap wizard serum three nights at the card table tap I, I haven't heard of any of these games so i don't know me either like I guess they couldn't get the guy back that made the uh, Cosmic Star. Yeah, Hyperduck. Who the fuck is Hyperduck? Yeah, Hi yeah. I think we established that they didn't do a whole lot either, but they did a lot of remixes for like Capcom and shit like that. But you would think if if they paid for the rights for it and Cosmic Star Heroin, they would have the rights to play another game, or how does that work? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. Uh, I think. So I think like Hyperduck probably costs a lot of money because they did like the there's like 50 tracks on the Cosmic Star soundtrack. Yeah. And this one's got. 13. Okay. Yeah. They've done just um. Whatever the hell that is, Elysian Tale, these Hyperduck people, um, a bunch of other games. I don't know too many of these, but some of them they're more popular definitely than what these other dudes. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably why. I mean, I guess that being said, though, it was it was okay for soundtrack. 
I mean, for 14, for 14 tracks, all of them sound pretty pretty good. Yeah, it sucks though. Like the, all the dungeon music was pretty much the same. Uh, like the the fight music never really changed. Yeah. Uh, like the the fucking there was one song, the song for like after you pick who you want to spend time with, uh, and you're actually spending time with them, and it's like that really chipper, upbeat, fucking bouncy sounding song. Uh, I fucking hated that one. For some reason. <laughs> Shit. Uh, well, it sounds like we're having technical difficulties. So we're trying to work that out. I don't know if we, we're going to cut this part out or not. But Maybe. I don't know. I, I my fucking mother-in-law is back to me. My mother-in-law is back to me. Ah. Uh, I can hear, we can hear the uh, vacuum. <laughs> Alright. Just give me a minute. I was like, what is that noise? Did you hear it too? Yeah. Well, I've been hearing something for like 10 minutes, and then like you were getting, you were breaking up a lot, and I'm like, I don't know, because there was like a car somewhere, somebody had a car somewhere going off, oh. and then you were breaking up a little bit, and I was like, fuck it, I guess it's like just a car thing, and then there's this like this weird war warbling that's been going on, and like, I don't know what this is, but Travis was talking fine, so I assumed something was happening on your end, and I was like, he'll let us know if something's wrong, because he's the one recording, and then Hello? Out, it's been Travis this whole time. Yeah. Are you in cereal? Are you in cereal too? <laughs> no, I'm not eating anything. What's up? Uh, that's probably Nicole. She's doing some shit with a dish. Oh, I heard a dish. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Whatever. No, I'm a bad guy. I could have told her to stop vacuuming. <laughs> yeah. Well, she can, don't she can vacuum again in like 20 minutes. We'll be done. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't hear that anymore. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, I got. I got straight. Well, it was my. It was my wife. I love my wife. Gotcha. All right, we're sorry about that. That's all good. Shit happens. Uh, I don't even remember what the fuck you're saying. So, look at my hyper hyper back in the music. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, the music was all right. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Like, I don't know, are, are we keeping this, like, section or not? I don't really give a shit if we do, uh, but uh, in case we don't, uh, there's one song I fucking hated, but it was the one where you uh, go and pick who you're going to spend time with, and then you're actually spending time with them, and it's, like, this really chipper, upbeat song, uh, and it, like, bounces a lot. Like, I don't know, it just fucking threw me off, and I did not like it very much. I think it's, uh, it's fucking... The hell we've got great chemistry or some shit i fucking hate that song but that's all i got uh there's only a few tracks i even really like in the whole out of the 12 so yeah i wasn't big on the soundtrack there wasn't how about you kevin yeah i, I like the there wasn't anything i didn't like it, uh yeah that one was got, got kind of annoying after a minute but i know which one you're talking about but i didn't hate it or anything um but for 14 songs for a short game, that wasn't too bad. I, like the dungeons, you know, you, like you said, they're the same. But uh, I didn't. It didn't bother me that much. I thought it was. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three. I thought it was. It was pretty good. Okay, three. Uh, I'll give it a two. Um, 
Carolyn Bell's the one that Kujo picked was pretty, is pretty fucking awesome. I like that song in general, though. Um, nothing else really stuck to me. Um, the one song that I picked, which is the uh, song when you're like, funky song when you're kind of like in the town or whatever. I like that, but there's nothing else that I really thought was that good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I picked the song that we're about to listen to because uh, Kevin picked the best song. And this is like, I guess this is the song you're fighting uh, the, the Ghost of Christmas Future in, the, like the final, final boss. And I was like, I guess it sounds good enough. <laughs> <laughs> the, like the dungeon song, it was really somber and morose, though. And I kind of liked that even though I fucking hated it, because, like, you're running around the, the dungeon for, like, 15, 20 minutes, and it's just, like, this depressing, downing I guess, winter song. Cause I, I mean, so I guess kudos to him for making me feel that way. Uh, so I will give this a three. <clears throat> um, and now on to our third physical break. Uh, the song is Slaying the Biggest Enemy. And it's more like a, a heavy metal rock song, I guess.
Okay, uh, that was slaying the biggest enemy. Uh, now we're on to overall experience. Um, as Brent would say, this is for him. It was expectations versus reality, uh, but everybody's kind of got their own little definition of the whole category. Uh, so we'll just kind of describe how we feel about it, and then uh, move on to replayability and extra content, which, as we learned earlier, we're not really suited to discuss very well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so I would say uh, for this game, um, coming off of Cosmic Star, like I expected a good game, and then I got a game that put me to sleep. So I'm not really satisfied with my experience uh, of it. Uh, it. It definitely felt like I was getting uh, kicked while I was down every time I read shit like, oh yeah, go buy our other game, that's better. <laughs> and it's like, come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, they they did break the third wall like or the fourth wall way too much. As like, I get it every once in a while, but it's like every every scene that had a little something like, yeah, we didn't really put too much effort to this game, or yeah, this is a cash grab. Like they were literally saying that to you the whole game, so it's like kind of takes you out of it, and then, then you're like, yeah, this is a cash grab. Like, why would you condition me to think that though? You know what I mean? Yeah. They definitely like I feel like they shot themselves in the foot because if they had just went straight with this whole like quirky shit uh, or whatever they're doing, like they just kind of kept it straight, uh, it would have been better. Yeah, because uh, it, it definitely takes you out of it when they're like, it's like, uh, like those people that like sing happy birthday to you or whatever and give you a cake and then they smash your face in the cake and it's like, what the fuck? Like I can't have a cake now. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's, it, this works for some people. Like it obviously worked uh, well enough for Travis, but, uh, I, I guess I'm very particular. Like I can, I can, I can accept and enjoy like shitty things when it feels like they tried. Right. Uh, and for this game, it doesn't feel like they really gave a shit. And that bothers me a lot because cosmic star, it felt like a real passion project and they really tried their best. And then it's like coming to this, they're just like fuck it. So it's it's disappointing, I guess. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a two overall. Uh, maybe next. Sure. Um. Yeah, coming off. Uh, I'm sorry, heroin. I was uh, it knew it was the same engine. I was not expecting it to be as good because. We didn't really talk about too much, but I was still expecting a pretty damn good game, um, and I was fairly let down overall. I mean, I still enjoyed the combat a lot, and so that really put did make my experience still fun. But everything else, um, I the music um, and this the rest of the stuff, it's, I didn't really like the changes and for the price. I didn't expect it to be as good, but I expected a little bit more than what they actually gave me. So, yeah, my overall applications and score is probably, I'd still say it's a three. But... All right. Three's not too bad. No, I mean, I, I, I had fun with the combat. I, I had fun with the combat, but probably a lot more than y'all, so that helps. Yeah, I mean, I'm, maybe when I play it on the PS5, I'll play it on, what was it called? Insane? Or insane? Some shit? I don't know, whatever difficulty you played. Yeah, I don't know what that one's called, but yeah. Because, uh, I mean, it remains, this, remains to be seen what the trophies are. If they're the same as this, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Because 
trophy list or the achievement game in this wasn't too groundbreaking. It was play the game. Right. But uh, Kevin, how do you feel about it? Um, kind of like how you you felt like Cosmic Star kind of set the bar for them. And I was I didn't I didn't expect to have the same level of it because it's not obviously it's a it's a theme game you know it's a Christmas theme game so I wasn't expecting like an amazing product I was just expecting something like I don't know more complete like how we're discussing before like they could have put the you know a little extra time made a a town and a little bit more time and put the assets of like the monsters that you're fighting in the game um I don't know and just a little bit more of that I think would have gone a long way and not so much of uh you know interjecting the breaking the fourth wall every you know 10 minutes uh reminding you that this is a cash grab uh I think that all hurt it in my eyes and um I didn't like the change to the battle system. Um, I wish I like the the Cosmic Star battle system a lot more. I do like that it's unique uh, for a turn-based RPG. Like it's they did do something different. Um, I do like that, and I like the guys that did, made made the Cosmic Star. So I kind of give them a little bit more of a pass because they're only two guys. Um, but I was disappointed overall, so I'm giving it a two as well. Okay. <clears throat> all right <laughs> like i feel weird like this is probably like the lowest score we've given a decently polished game <laughs> but I, I mean it is what it is um, i mean it's coming up it's because of cosmic star here one i'd say so too it's uh, uh we, i mean we know I what they're capable of and this is definitely l lower than that you know what i mean yeah, I, I'm still going to play the next game day one because I feel like the next game is probably like Cosmic Star Handling. It's going to be a passing project that they actually did it 100. percent Or this oh, was just sure. uh, not like not like fuck you guys, the cash grab, they suck kind of thing. But it, it was kind of disappointing. Definitely, like my opinion of them as developers hasn't really changed because i like they've, they've they're able to do like really good work as we've seen uh right and i guess i'm judging them judging their products i guess right now and this product is not wonderful yeah even for ten dollars it could have been better so yeah i mean i've played a lot of worse games for ten dollars uh like i'll say that well, but yeah uh all right replayability and and or extra content um Obviously, this game has extra content, and it has a factor of replayability. I don't know that I would consider New Game Plus in, the, in this ma the manner that apparently they've they've implemented it. Because I originally, before I did that research at the beginning of the episode, I thought it was just like, oh, you play the game again with all your stats and shit. I was like, who the fuck would do that? Uh, but to find out, there's it's actually like a different like they added more to the game. Um, and I wasn't able it's to patched in later, right? Yeah, like they patched it in after the fact, uh, like two months ago. Um, it's uh, I I feel like I wish they had like advertised that more somewhere, like on the game product page or something. They're like, hey, we added a patch for New Game Plus that adds extra content, like extra actual story content to the game. Then I would have been like, oh fuck, all right, I gotta play that too. 
instead of being like, oh, we're doing the review, and we just found out there's actual shit we, we missed. Oh, right. fuck. What do we do? Do you, uh, you think they patched that in, you know, you said end of October. I wonder if they patched that in for somebody who wanted to replay it again around Christmas. Uh, possible, because I guess this released last Christmas. Uh, yeah. I mean, it just... I, I don't know that... Uh, they can't get any more money out of it, because they already got money from the people. So I guess it's just a nice thing that they thought they'd do for the fans. Yeah. Cool. Um... So, uh, as for replayability, I think starting the game over fresh and playing the game again, like, I don't know that you're going to get much out of it unless you really like the game the first time. Uh, but I guess for the extra content, it's hard to say if we can consider that extra content because they added it to the game. I mean, it's, it's, it's extra. It's been added to the game after the fact, but it, it may apparently add a lot to the narrative. So... Right. It's uh, hard to say. You haven't experienced it. Can't see it for sure. Can you play Elder Trode as a new game, or does it have to be on New Game Plus? It says it's New Game Plus only. Okay. So I, I assume that they made enemies hard. If the way they describe it as being very hard, I assume it's matter you're going New Game Plus, it's probably a lot harder than hard. I would, I would assume all the enemies are scaled to the level that they expect you to be at at the end of the game, which is like around the 40s. I would get my ass crushed, probably. <laughs> I think I gained four levels when I beat the games. I was at 37 when I beat the game. Oh, shit. Yeah, they gave you a lot of experience. I was like, I was wondering why you, they still gave you experience at the end of the game. Like, I leveled up like two or three times, and I was like, okay. I just beat the game. What the fuck's the point? Uh, but it's like, oh, New Game Plus. Cool. Did Carpenter Heroin have New Game Plus? I don't think it did, right? No. Okay. I mean, you still got experience from the last boss for some reason, too. Like, leveled up, but it's like... like that, that, I mean, that shit just happens in a lot of RPGs, so... Yeah. Like, you get a bunch of gold, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, this is the best weapon in the game that just dropped from the boss. Oh, okay. You get fucking gold in the chest of the last final dungeon, I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna leave the fucking dungeon and go back to town. Oh, shit. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't experienced the extra content on this, so I don't know if it's fair for me to judge it, so I'll just kind of give it a, a middle score of 2.5. Uh, I mean, because it, it's there, apparently. Uh, it wasn't really advertised very well. Uh, maybe it's an improvement on the base game. Maybe it's just more of the same. Can't say. Yeah, I wonder if it was... What did you play? You played on Switch. I wonder if it was advertised more with PC gamers in, uh, on Steam and stuff on like Steam. that. Yeah. I, I didn't even know anything about New Game Plus until uh, the I, I killed the boss, and it's like, do you want to start the game over in New Game Plus or quit the game? I was like, oh. Okay, so maybe not. I know a lot of times it seems like dev developers are a lot more and um, put a lot more information out on Steam, and you know, it's more of a community there. I guess not for this case. Well, I haven't checked the Steam product page. I think. You told me, you, I don't know, was it you or me that brought this game up? I don't remember, but whoever it is, like, I I just said, okay, I guess we're playing this. I went to the product page, and then it says add to cart at the very top, so I did that, and then I left, I left the page. Well, I knew I brought it up. Kuda said he wasn't going to play it if he didn't get a PS5, because he was about heard about that. Uh, yeah, if you scroll down the product page, there's a big, uh, like, blurb that says, hey, major update, new game plus. Oh, okay, uh, so they... Did it, did it tell you everything they do there? 
Uh, yeah, you click on it, and that's where, that's where I got the info. The I looked up earlier, okay. where it says gotcha. like you get new events and all that shit. So fuck, I guess I could have paid more attention. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, it's like, well, you know, someone like on Switch, I mean, I don't know how I would have known that. I mean, I doubt there was a big update, uh, um, alert on fucking Switch about it. There's sometimes like a Switch game on the eShop, like it'll have like a little icon above it, it says like update, like it does like with Celeste and stuff like that. But I don't think, I doubt it, if this game, this fucking game's not even going to pop up like <laughs> on your feed very often anyways. No. Um, I've been kind of messing with it uh, as we've been doing the podcast, and you do the same stages, but the there's some different dialogue, so that's kind of interesting. So I'm kind of gonna, I'm kind of wondering what's gonna happen. I'm I'm not expecting like something exciting or crazy, but like they're all like, I guess the one one of them just said like, uh, since we know where Santa is, why won't we just skip to that? And they're like, it doesn't work. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Now, now you're making me upset because like I, that, that's funny as shit and i would actually probably enjoy the game playing through new game plus now god damn it i guess i'll do it on ps5 yeah I mean, maybe i bought it on ps5 maybe, too so i'm gonna get get this trophies and do that uh maybe we'll do that uh play uh, through they, the new game plus or whatever and then just do like an addendum to the episode yeah or we can just not like who fucking cares yeah no <laughs> well we could do like a round table or something and just be like, okay, here, here's this. But I don't think it's gonna, I don't think it's gonna be like, like life changing event. It's just gonna be, pro- it might be more enjoyable, but because they're shitting on themselves or something. <laughs> yeah, I can see me, um, well, for me, like, if I, if they did the update a year later, like, all right, it's Christmas time. I want to kind of want to, like, I like this game last year for Christmas. I want to play through it again. You're getting more dialogue and harder difficulty. So there's, that's kind of cool. Three. Yeah, I'll give it three too. That's kind of it. Like uh, that they put more different dialogues, not just the same shit. And then uh, you can do uh, relationships with like all the bad guys. So that that's gonna be interesting. Like, there, like you can go meet up with Jack Frost and Christmas, the Ghost of Christmas Past. For some reason, I don't know. So that's kind of interesting too. I wanted to kind of look into that. So I'm gonna give it three. Okay. <sighs> All right, uh, so the last musical break, and then we'll close the show out. Uh, this is Travis's pick, and uh, as you said, I guess, earlier, it's the C- Cthulhu's time in the city where you're picking where you want to go. Yeah, I think it's yeah, Cthulhu's time in the city. Yeah, I, I, I like the one Kujo picked the heavy track the most, but this is the second song that kind of stood out. It's, and you, I guess you heard it a decent amount when you're just doing the um, little missions, little I mean, it's sort of bonding things in the town, so. Yeah, it's it's hard to hear the whole song, though, because, like, you, you pop up the screen, and it's like, hey, pick where you want to go, and you can make that decision in, like, five to ten seconds. Yeah. So, uh, I guess it'd be nice to hear the whole song through, <laughs> for once. Yeah, I would, I would, like, when I was in the town, I would, like, put the game down for a second and fuck around with my phone at work, so I would hear it, but, yeah, you wouldn't really hear it if you're generally just clicking on things, so. It is. Thank you. 
So that was Cthulhu Time in the City. Um, that's it for this episode of the RPG show. Uh, do we have a game lined up that we're going to play next? Or are we still just kind of wavering between doing the bird story shit or whatever fuck and then deciding, oh, we're going to play something else now? Well, like... I, thought, I think we're going to do uh, Cyberpunk, me, you, and Blaine. Uh, I mean, that's probably not going to happen anytime soon because I'm not getting the PS5 till january so, so i mean you you guys might end up doing it if you beat it before uh i do i don't mind if you all do it by yourselves okay i might we might I, do I might... that um we might wait for you 
I'm not sure yet. Um, but yeah, we can do that bird story. Um, and the other one that that shouldn't take more than a day or two to go through, like run through that, and then we can kind of think about. Is there anything like we want to play? Like you guys want to play for the show? I really want to play Exist Archive. What's that? Uh, it's, a, it's a Trius it's, game, so Travis is going to fucking hate it. Exist Archive. It's got like the girl with the blue hair in the front, right? Uh, yeah, and some girl in white or something. Yeah, okay. Uh, so the, I guess the general plot synopsis, from what I remember, it's been out for like four years now, I don't know, uh, is that uh, these kids get like sent to this alternate dimension somehow, um, and there they have to... Uh, like pair, uh, group up in groups of four and go out and fight shit uh, and, uh, and try to figure out how to get out of the dimension or something. Yeah. Uh, but the the reason why I wanted, like I was really interested in it is because it uses the same system that they use for Valkyrie Profile uh, for the combat. Uh, and uh, it's my favorite uh, RPG system. That's the main re my, my main draw for trying to play this game. Alright, we can do that next. And, and you're Trius fanboy. Uh, well... Yes. <laughs> that helps too. Yeah, many girls consider it the spiritual sequel to Valkyrie Profile. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. It's on Vita, it looks like, so, I mean. Yeah, it's on, it's like it's on, it's on Vita. Vita. It might be on PC too, but I don't, I don't know. It doesn't really I, matter. I just, I just see uh, Vita and PS4 on um, the wiki, anyways. Okay. Um, uh, it's always. Oh, on we can do the next. Let's see. What's the length? 45 to 55 hours. No, that can't be right. 36 main, 79 completionists. That's doable, especially on the for me, so yeah. Alright, so you want to do that after the um, bird story or whatever? Ending? Are any interest in like, um, like a game of the year one in January? Like our top five RPGs we played or some shit? Uh, we probably should do a year-end roundup, or wrap-up, whatever the yeah. fuck's called, because uh, yeah. Brent and I always used to do that. I don't know how popular it was, uh, where we just right. talked about the games we played that year and uh, ranked them. Do you have um, do you have the rankings still? Well, I think we should do a new one. Okay. Uh, for the games that we've played, uh, that way, because it's not very fair to add shit to the list. Like, it's gonna be hard to talk to you guys about something. Uh. If I'm like, if you didn't play, yeah, yeah, you didn't play. So it's like, uh, so, so where does like exist archive rank above fucking, uh, fucking, uh, fucking monster seed or some shit? And it's like, yeah. it's like I, I didn't play that, so I can't say. So it's like it'd be a lot of me being like, okay, I'd put this game here. Suck it, guys, because that's where it's going. <laughs> and then, uh, I guess it really, would really only apply to like the top 15, 20 games that we have on the list because that those are the most common games that uh, most people have played. Uh, but I think it'd be better uh, with this, like this new version of the show, or, or I guess this the show without Brent to have our own uh, list and kind of work off that. And if we want to uh, like cover a game we did in the past uh, and get y'all's opinions on it, I don't think that'd be a problem. Uh, and then we could re-add it to the the new list that we're making. Yeah, that makes sense. This archive is very cheap, uh, even for physical. It looks like on uh, eBay. Yeah, Amazon has like, new at twelve bucks. If you, that's what you're uh, okay. into. Yeah, sixteen bucks new on eBay. So I go Amazon. Then okay, cool. Yeah. The PlayStation Store is still sixty bucks. Yeah, I watch Robert. 
a while ago for like five bucks. It's been a lot. I think I told you before. I always I look at him for some reason. I thought Kimco. I don't know why. Yeah. I have this bad habit of clicking, getting pissed off because I click on the game. Inter- game looks interesting, and then I see Kimco, and I'm like, go fuck myself. <laughs> yeah, I like, like, okay, fuck you, Kimco. You got me again to click on your stupid shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. they have like amazing titles, shitty games. Yeah. Yeah, well, they have like this, like, they draw you with like the old school, like, JRPG art, and then you click on it, and you're like, oh, okay. I know, I see what this game looks like. It's every other fucking game y'all made for the last 10 years. It's a, it's a, it's a, somebody in Japan made a RPG Maker game, and then somebody else translated it to English, and Kimco was like, yeah, we'll publish that. <laughs> when I first got my smartphone, I was like playing a couple of them, and I was like, these are, they're, not, they're not terrible games, but it's like, they get boring as fuck. It's super derivative, yeah. It's like, they're not as good as RPGs that you play in the 16th era, not even close, so like, why the fuck even waste my time? Alright, so when, when do you do you want to do the roundup next, and then uh, the wrap up or whatever, and then do um, I mean, the little indies? Yeah, we could probably do yeah we could do that, and then do the indie game. Both of them probably knock them out in January sometime because the the roundup we don't actually have to like prep for. At least I never prepped for it. Maybe Brent prepped. <laughs> yeah, I would say I mean I'll probably look at the, it. will be very hard for me to look at the list and see where they go really. I think. Yeah, try to try to remember how we feel about the game. Like we have these documents now that we kind of type notes into and shit. So if we need a refresher, we could say, "Hey, yeah, we rated this game this or whatever." Uh, are we are, are we keeping are we keeping it all RPGs because we played The Last of Us? Is that the only non RPG we didn't play? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I don't see any problem adding it to the list because uh, it it'll be like the games we played on the show. Uh, like they're not all RPGs. Like we had some games that weren't RPGs uh, with Brent, and we still put them on the list. Works for me. So okay. Uh, well, I guess we'll uh, let you all go. Um, so just as a reminder, we have Discord. You can come join us for discussion anytime or anywhere uh, on the mobile app, at least. Um, we'll put the link for that into the. Uh, show notes you can email us at rpgshow.podcast at gmail.com um you can also check our facebook out i don't know what the link is for that but it's probably rpg podcast uh we have an amazon affiliate link if you want to do a bunch of amazon shopping and give us a little 10 cent bump off of uh, jeff bezos because he's got 20 billion bajillion trillion dollars he doesn't need any more money um you can always listen to our friends blaine and james on the is it worth it podcast um, and if we ever decide to do another RPG roundtable, uh, you can check that out too. I mean, are we uh, going to use the roundtable for like off-topic stuff, or like, like say we do this um, wrap-up? Are we use the roundtable for that, for just us? Uh, I mean, we always that as, like, we, we didn't really have another extended thing off of it. I don't see why we because it, it's the topic is this show, so I think it should stay on this show. Okay. Uh, but if you want to have like a a group opinion we could put it on the round table and get people in there and see uh like uh like fucking verse nick or blaine or whatever and then for us to talk about a game that they didn't play and get their opinion on it it's kind of weird yeah uh, but i mean it might be uh worth doing getting we, their opinions on shit well i'm just saying we put it on the round table feed since i, mm. I don't know if we want to keep uh just the game reviews on the show or use that as a like 
for talking about other shit. Uh, yeah, I think the, the round table should be for just random shit, and then we keep this one on this feed. Okay. There's people who don't listen to the other and won't know what the fuck we're talking about. If one or listens to one, not the other, they won't even know what the fuck we're talking about. No, that makes sense. Um, did we or like who? Or like who the fuck? Or who the fuck is Travis in here talking about anything? <laughs> <the game? laughs> have you guys, uh, have, or Nick, have you checked the email? Do we have? Do we have any emails? Oh, you know, let me check. I doubt it, but uh... <laughs> there's be there's be two games on the wrap up that. Uh, one of us won't have an opinion on, which will be um, Crystal Chronicles. I won't have an opinion on, and if you won't have an opinion on Cold Steel. Uh, no, no emails from anybody. But we do have uh, finally, for the first time this year, we received ten dollars and twenty six cents from Amazon for our uh, affiliate link. So, oh, so that's probably from Alex. I bet it's from Alex. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, uh, as thanks uh, as always, thanks for listening, everybody, uh, and goodbye. Bye. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye, everyone. Fuck Christmas. <laughs>